His first major role was in Child of Darkness, Child of Light, as John's friend. You know, small parts are still good parts. They still pay you, you know? <laughs> hey. Yeah, you got to get your foot in the door. Exactly. So. Um, Again, in 1991, he was on America's Most Wanted. Not because he was <laughs> wanted. I mean, he's to clarify. He's wanted, but not like that wanted. <laughs> just other wanted. And it's fine. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Allied Rebels! <laughs> <laughs> it's been forever, about a day and a half, I feel like, you know? So, yeah, just that, just that, just that little bit of time. Yeah, it, it, that whole next week turned into a couple of weeks. See, there's, what happened was... Uh, <laughs> Actually, there's a lot of things that happened. We both oh were God. sick. Both got the vid. Yeah. So... Anyway, in case you forgot, we are your hosts. I'm Roxy. And I'm Dee. All right. So today's topic is about Brendan Fraser. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I was going to say Fraser just to fuck <gasps> with you, but I didn't want to get smacked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Fraser, people. Just make sure you say Fraser. I've been correcting people since before high school. <laughs> so what is new with you, girl? Well, like we already said, got COVID, but that's okay. I got it going to Disneyland, so worth it. Um, <laughs> it was a blast. Literally stayed across the street from it. So we just walked there, hurt my ankle, totally worth it still. <laughs> Limped. Throughout Disney World for a while. Or World. Oh, I wish. <laughs> Disneyland for a while. And still had a blast. Even oh, yeah. though I was hurt. What would have taken for it to not be a good time? Um, Not much, right? <laughs> Nothing you can think of right now. Really? I mean. The apocalypse. I guess. Yeah. Zombies <laughs> coming. I don't know. Even then it could be fun. You could turn it into a game. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zombies at Disneyland. I mean, come on. Exactly. Who wouldn't love that? <laughs> But besides that, um, finally played the quarry, but that was a while ago. But I still wanted to talk about it because it was super fun. Um, not going to give any spoilers just in case people want to play it later. Um, I definitely have my couples in there that I prefer over other people that I've played with. But that's okay. Everybody's entitled to their own wrong opinion, like I always say. <laughs> um, and playing lots of Fortnite again. Right on. Yeah. So what about you, Roxy? What's up? So I did want to talk about Jurassic Park, how it was fun, but I do agree with a lot of the critics that it wasn't the best effort, but it was still really fun, especially I think because all the movies were super fresh since I did the whole marathon of them. So it was really awesome to see the older characters come back. But um, I also wanted to mention Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness in the mom. That was really fun. I, I loved, loved it. it. Ah, <gasps> I'm Jinx, Yomi Soda. 
But yeah, and then uh, I went to Florida. We got to go to Disney Hollywood Studios and we did the Tower of Terror twice. It was the best. And I screamed every single time. Like it was my first time going on it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was a blast. I still prefer Tower of Terror over Guardians, uh, whatever the Guardians Towers called it, um, Disneyland. But you know what? It's essentially the same ride. I just like the vibe of Tower of Terror better. Yeah, I love the whole Twilight Zone thing. It brings an older, it gets an older feel. Feel? Feel? Oh my god! <laughs> an older feel to the park, and it makes me, I don't know. Maybe just because I like scary stuff, okay? I think so, yeah. I think it's not too scary for kids. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I will say, one of the times that we went on there, there was two little little kids that barely, I think, made the cut. And they were tiny. And I was like, I would be shit my pants <laughs> if I was in right now. But that's because I was a scared cat. Yeah. Um, I was freaking out. But it was so awesome. <laughs> it was the best. So... And it was uh, my boyfriend's first time going to Hollywood Studios and the Tower of Terror, and he loved it. Tower of Terror was his favorite, so. Yeah, I don't know. Usually I'm a roller coaster girl, and I just want to ride roller coasters, but Tower of Terror, I'm not jealous. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to plan a trip soon. Yes. All right, so let's move on to our new segment. What are some games coming out? Some pew pew games. Uh, <laughs> <dork>. <laughs> uh, Overwatch 2 is coming out on October 4th. Season 1 will feature Sojourn, Junker Queen, and an unannounced support hero, as well as a 5v5 PvP experience, reworked heroes, new maps, and more. So I keep hearing people either be super excited about Overwatch 2 or pissed that Overwatch servers are going to be closed. They're going to close down all the Overwatch servers and just focus on Overwatch 2. To me, it's kind of BS, but, yeah. you know, it's whatever. It's, uh, how do you say it? It's just the way, the life of the game. That's just kind of how it goes with games. And they've already announced what season two will be like for it. Um, there'll be a new tank hero map and a unique collection of skins. And they will move the story forward with the release of a new PVE experience in 2023. Along with more new heroes, maps, and game modes. So yeah. I mean, I only played Overwatch a couple of times. But that's because my brother and my brother-in-law was like, oh, you'd really love it. You'd really love it. I was so late to the game that people were like a million times better than I could ever hope to be. And so I'm like, I don't really like it because every time I run in, I'm already dead. Like, I don't know the spots on the map. I don't know where to look for people. I don't, you know. Yeah. So it was just wasn't fun. It's kind of how I felt with Halo. Like, yes. even though it was fun, I like those type of games. I don't know all the maps. I don't know all the little tricks people know. So I'm like, yeah, I, you know, it's not fun to die after two seconds from when you spawn. So... It brings out the not funnedness. That is totally a word. It is, yes. <laughs> um, and then we have Dragon Ball The Breakers coming out October 14th. Dragon Ball The Breakers is an online asymmetrical action game in which a team of seven ordinary citizens try to survive the Raider, a classic Dragon Ball Z rival such as Cell, Frieza, or Boo. I love Boo. <laughs> anyway, um, 
will hunt them down and evolve during the game into an unstoppable force. Escaping won't be easy. That's very menacing. And I actually want to play it. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we have NHL 23 coming out same day, October 14th. There'll be 500 Last Chance Puck Moment gameplay animations. Okay, that sounded intriguing. I don't know what that means. Um, (laughs) I haven't played an NHL game since, like, my brother-in-law made me play it. I haven't played it since, like, right out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was just yesterday, though. Yeah, just, yeah. Clearly, because we're youngins. Yeah. Because young people say we're youngins. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but a couple of cool things that I did like were that there's an enhanced goalie AI. So that means the goalie's actually going to try more. An intuitive crowd reaction. So like if the home team is winning, they're going to cheer louder. If the away team is winning, they're going to boo. If you know, like stuff like that. If you Very fuck cool. up, they'll if, boo you. No. <laughs> maybe. That'd be cool still. Um, there's new levels of immersion. And there will be women. Oh, cool. Um, you can build all women's team. I can't wait. It's going to be so cool. If you guys don't know, haven't picked up on it. I'm a huge hockey fan, so, but more at a collegiate level than a pro level. Don't get me wrong. I still have my pro teams that I love. And finally, the biggest announcement of all. Dun, dun, dun. Drum roll. <laughs> Dead Island 2 finally has a release date. Woo! Oh my gosh. When I saw that, I was like, um, wait, what? I don't believe it. I still don't believe it. Watch the trailer several times. Yes. <laughs> like, do you see this one? Did you see this one? Yeah. It's coming out February yeah. 3rd. It'll probably be pushed back again. But you know what? I'm okay with it being pushed back as long as we have a realistic timeline of it being released. Yeah. At least we know for sure. Uh-huh. Next year, February 3rd. Super stoked. So am I. Yeah, it makes me want to play Dead Island again. Me which, too. You know, we haven't played in a while, but anyway. What about the movies coming out, Roxy? Oh, say. Okay, so I almost said, like, okay. Okay. <laughs> so we have Hellraiser. It's a horror movie radar. It's coming out October 7th. So it's a take on Clive Barker's 1987 horror classic. Where a young woman struggling with addiction comes into possession of an ancient puzzle box, unaware that its purpose is to summon the Cenobites. That sounds really cool. I have to make sure I see the original before I see this one. Um, I don't remember much of the original, but I do remember watching it when I was a kid. I'm like, I probably shouldn't be watching this. But then again, <laughs> um, I was watching... You're D, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching tons of other stuff at the same time. So like, eh. yeah. Um, and then we have Gardens of Time. And this one's an action fantasy and it's rated PG coming out October 11th. One day in the family manor, four cousins discover a passage to a mysterious world. Trapped in this unearthed land, the kingdom of Kilharis, they must confront the Guardian of Time and face dark forces and beasts to hopefully get home. That one gave me, like, Chronicles of Narnia, Narnia vibes, so that was kind of cool. Very strong vibes. And then we have Halloween Ends, also rated R. It's a horror film. Yes. We already know. We already know Jason's going to come after us. Gosh. <laughs> Jason? <laughs> I know. Teasing. I'm teasing. Uh, no, it's Freddy. 
No, oh uh, yeah, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, it's a family-friendly movie. What are you talking oh, about? My bad, I forgot. <laughs> uh, it's coming out October 14th, four years after her last encounter with masked killer Michael Myers. Laurie Strode is living with her granddaughter and trying to finish her memoir. Michael Myers hasn't been seen since, and Laurie finally decides to liberate herself from rage and fear and embrace life. However, when a young man stands accused of murdering a boy that he was babysitting, it ignites a cascade of violence and terror that forces Laurie to confront the evil she can't control. Okay, I'm so intrigued. I just remember Michael Myers was super hell scary when I was a little kid. He still kind of gives me the creeps, so. I don't know why Michael Myers didn't scare me when <laughs> I was a kid. He never did, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. He just didn't scare me. I don't know. Because you're just... a badass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hard. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now shenanigans, let's get to the topic today. A quote from the man himself. I guess darkness serves a purpose, to show us that there is redemption through chaos. I believe in that. I think that's the basis of Greek mythology. I love him. Sorry. <laughs> He's just... Anyway, let's start with his early life before I skip ahead. As a child, Brendan Fraser was always the new kid. Fraser was born on December 3rd, 1968, in Indianapolis. Why do you have to be born there? In Indianapolis, Indiana, to Peter and Carol Fraser, both of whom were Canadian residents. That explains a lot about Brendan. Because don't you know, he's just a really nice yeah. guy. I know it's stereotypical, but in this case, yeah, flaunt that stereotype, Brendan. <laughs> Because Peter had a job with the Canadian Tourism Commission, the Frasers were often on the move. They spent time living in Amsterdam, Detroit, Toronto, Cincinnati, Seattle, and London, among other places. By the actor's own estimate, he enrolled at a new school almost every other year, hence why he was always the new kid. Mm -hmm. uh, Fraser would later say that transient existence prepared him for the nomadic life of an actor. You become more resilient, he said in 2003. You work harder to communicate with people, whether you know the language or not. It makes it easier to get on a plane and go somewhere. He's just a genius. What can I say? <laughs> you only like him a little bit. Okay, I think everybody should like him. So let's just start <laughs> there. Um, since the start of his acting career, he has been in just under 80 projects, according to IMDb. His first major role was in child of darkness child of light as john's friend you know small parts are still good parts they still pay you you know <laughs> hey yeah you gotta get your foot in the door exactly so. um again in 1991 he was on america's most wanted not because he was <laughs> wanted i mean he's to clarify he's wanted but not like that wanted <laughs> just other wanted and it's fine Anyway, uh, <laughs> Brendan Fraser played a short role in the reenactment of the show. Yeah. So he wasn't he wasn't a most wanted person in America for doing bad things. He just played one. 
And that's different. And he's a good actor, so he really pulled it off. <laughs> You're like, oh, what the bad boys? <laughs> um, so again, we had mentioned a lot of projects, but we're just gonna basically highlight his major roles. So one of them that he's well known for was in 1992 in the movie Encino Man, and he played Link. And this is obviously his first mainstream. A lot of people know him from there. And it was a really good movie. It I was. Just, yeah, I just saw it for the first time, like, literally last year. Like, this is really good. It's the first time you remember watching it. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I did a lot of things with Dee during, like, high school years. And I just completely forget. And she'll just have to be <laughs> like, yeah, no, you actually already did that with me. But you know what? It's fine. I love you. I just have I know. a really bad memory. It's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> Um, and then in 1994, he was in Airheads. He played Chaz, and basically he took over a radio station and helped people, uh, helped, hold on, held people hostage to play their music. Um, anyway, <laughs> so, uh, I never seen this one, but you said it was really fun. It was. I loved it. But then, you know. Yeah. It's a Brendan Fraser movie. Or, <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, I loved it because... It just was a slightly different role than what he had done in Encino Man, you uh-huh. know, where he actually talked. Yeah. So you like him not just for his looks, but yeah. also for himself, like his personality. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then in 1994 as well, he played in The Scout. He was Steve Nebraska. <laughs> I love how you say that every time. Because that's how they said it in the movie when he played in Mexico. Spoiler, <laughs> he was a baseball player that was discovered by a scout in Mexico. And it was just a really cool <laughs> movie. I liked it a lot because it's just, it was such a heartfelt, warming movie. It was good. And still goofy at the same time in spots because, you know, Brendan. Yeah, that's awesome. I had to, wait, did I watch this No, one? you didn't watch that one. Okay. Because that one was my mom's movie. And I couldn't bring that one over because that was my mom's movie. Right, right. I want to watch that movie, so. And now we're coming up to one of my favorites. In 1996 was Mrs. Winterborn. And he played both Bill and Hugh Winterborn. And they were really, really rich. And Ricky Lake is also in it. Uh, but she was really poor. I'm, I'm doing a totally poor description for it. I'm not doing it justice at all. You just need to go see it. I need to it's rewatch so this good. again. You do. Because uh, that was one that I brought over a couple of times. So like, let's watch Mrs. Winterborn. Like, oh, uh, I love it. Oh, I rewatched it one day when we lost internet. And I was like, yep, still holds up. I love it. <laughs> still good. I love Bucko. <laughs> it's such a good movie. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about having a girl side. So that's yeah. the movie you <laughs> Um, and then in 1997, the following year, he was in George of the Jungle. And obviously he played George of the Jungle. And I freaking love that movie uh-huh. so much. That's pretty much the movie where I know him from the most. Like whenever I think Brendan Fraser, uh, Fraser. Hey, good job. Good job. <laughs> I'm scared to fuck up. <laughs> Come to your head. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I mean, I do think of The Mummy too, but for some reason, I always think of George of the Jungle. But I think that's because that was a movie that we had and we watched it all the freaking time. I mean, you can tell it was made in the 90s, but yeah. it was just so fun. The Java, 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 Java. <laughs> yeah, I love that part. And that whole uh, scene. Ooh, bad guy falls in poop. Ready? Ready. <laughs> uh, I forgot just, all about yeah. it until you started saying it. 
Yeah. Uh, I thought about it recently because down in Florida, uh, we were at this like tiki bar place and that song came out from George to the Jungle. You know what I'm talking about? Uh -huh. um, when they were like him and Ursula were dancing. Uh -huh. And I'm like, oh my God, it's from George to the Jungle. <laughs> anyway, it was so, super fun. Um, and then in 1999, he came out in Blast from the Past and he played Adam. And that movie is super fun too. Uh, Alicia Silverstone was in it and I loved her like from Clueless. I love that movie. One of my favorite parts of the movie is when Alicia Silverstone's character, Eve, said, he's just a dickhead. <laughs> and then uh, Adam, Brendan Fraser, like got lightheaded and sat down on the briefcase and was like, Something like, I'm just picturing a <laughs> I lost it. And then whenever he drives and Perry Como comes on, he's just like <laughs> snapping and stuff. And his dad loving Christopher Walken, loving um, warm Dr. Pepper. Oh, just, that movie. It just, You're like, that speaks to my soul. The warm Dr. Pepper part anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't necessarily love it warm, but I'll drink it warm, you know? Oh. Uh. My problem is, is he heats it up. Oh, and, no, that's like, different. Oh, yeah. that's different. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, that's absolutely different. I was like, eh, it's fine. I tried it. It takes out the carbonation. Don't love that part. So, yeah. <laughs> and then we have his role. He is probably the most famous for 1999. We have The Mummy. And he plays Rick O'Connell. And let me tell you, that movie gets quoted in my house at least five, six, eighty thousand times a day. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, what some of the quotes do you guys say? Uh, hey, Benny, looks like you're on the wrong side of the river. <laughs> and, um, shushma, shushma. <laughs> oh, gosh. I love it. And then another one of my favorites that people don't tend to like for some stupid reason from 1999, Dudley Do Right. And he played Dudley Do Right. I get a lot of quotes from this movie too. The <laughs> draw line and saying, do not dare step over this line for evil shall rain upon you. <laughs> yeah. He would like step and like get bonked on the head. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. It was great. Um, but yeah, I think it's such an underrated movie. So, mm -hmm. Um, okay, and then in 2000, he was in Bedazzled, and he played Elliot, and that movie is super awesome, too. Love that movie. Yet another one that would quote on. <laughs> yeah, this one. Mayonnaise. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So I said that a while back, and uh, my wife was like, okay. And he's kind of used to weird quotes, because I quote weird shit, too. But he's like, this one really tripped him out. So I had to show him a clip of Brandon <laughs> tuning the guitar. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. Diablo's number, number one. one. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's really fun movie. And I love Elizabeth Hurley, who I always confuse her and Carmen Electra for some reason. But yeah, she's super cute in it. And it's just a fun movie. And then in 2001, he came out in Monkey Bone, and he played Stu Miley. I was going to say Smiley. Uh, Stu Miley, a cartoonist who dies, and a cartoon monkey takes over his body. I love this movie, too. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I, it's another one that a lot of people don't like for some reason. But yeah, again, I don't 
quote this one as much, but like there are so many memorable scenes in it and I just love when Stu's soul gets put back into Chris Kattan's character and he has the broken neck and he's like head flops down and he picks it back up and he's like looking around and <laughs> like that. Oh my gosh. It's such a good movie. I love it. <laughs> oh, and would you look at that? In 2001, we have The Mummy Returns. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> that is literally the movie I've seen the most in theaters ever. Oh, for real? How many times? I think I found like 12 tickets. <gasps> that is like literally half of mine. Uh, my count. Dang, girl. Yeah. Get it. I mean, a few of them were like the dollar movies, but hey, you know, it still counts. Because, oh, I think I missed one or two because we went to go see it in the drive-in, too. Yeah, yeah, so you didn't have stuff I like had, that. I had the lines memorized before it came out because I went to see it that many times in the <laughs> stupid theater. Hey, I was supporting my man. <laughs> <laughs> I took care of my man, okay? Yeah. Uh, so would you say, is this your favorite of the Mummy movies? or is it- You know what? I think it's my favorite in memories because I went so many times to see it. But re-watching them back to back, I think I actually, you know what? I don't know. I like them both very, very close to, like, they're, I don't know. I, I like them both a yeah. lot for different reasons. Yeah. So. That's awesome. And then we have Looney Tunes back in action in 2003. Again, one that people for some reason shit on when it came out, but I freaking loved it. Again, mm-hmm. I was probably biased, but it was Brendan and his, or he worked as security guard at the WB studio and he got fired because he was trying to, you know, handle the cartoon characters and then they did a bunch of stuff. Then he finds out his dad was a spy and like, then they go into a bunch of different things and I just love this movie. See, this is one I know for sure I haven't seen. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, and, really uh, didn't. but I, I wanted to. I mean, I just never got the chance, but I would still give it a chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love, you know, Space Jam. And I think maybe that's part of the reason why he gets so much or he got a lot of backlash because mm-hmm. everyone just thinks of just like with the new Space Jam that came mm-hmm. out with LeBron. I just heard it get a lot of backlash. I just think it's it is hard when you take someone like Michael Jordan and, you know, you do something, you know, basically a reboot or a remake of it. But um, I don't know. It looked really fun. Yeah, I loved it. But then again, like I said, I was probably biased. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then we move on to 2008. He came out in Ink Heart. Uh, he plays Mo, and he brings the characters from stories to life. I never saw this movie, but I remember seeing a lot of trailers for it. Um, but I've heard good things about it. It was at the time a lot of people didn't like it because, oh, da 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 I don't remember their gripes about this one as much, but like... You can't make everybody happy when it comes to movies. Mm-hmm. Granted, we are like the biggest people who bitch about Resident Evil. But Eagles. that's different. <laughs> that, right, is different. Yeah, that is a whole different thing. But yeah. So that's, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I understand it. But also I'm like, it's right. Brendan, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Oh, but isn't it like it's based off of a book? Yeah. And so I think that's probably why I think if you kind of like us with Harry Potter and stuff mm-hmm. like that or any book, if you're a fan of the book, a lot of the times it doesn't translate well into mm-hmm. film. So I get that. Just like apparently if you're a Resident Evil game, you don't translate well <laughs> into movies, I guess. It's a thing. But yeah. 
Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Move on. Happy yeah. times. It's happy times to talk about Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> so the, in 2012, he came out in Escape from Planet Earth. He is Scorch Supernova. Again, I didn't watch this movie, but it also looked really fun. Basically, anything with him, to me, it's always like a cool adventure movie, and it's going to be funny. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's like my type of movie. I like that. Um, I love this one, too. <laughs> um, Surprise! Like, I know. I know. It's super surprising. Um, but <laughs> the reason I like it so much is, like, he's not in it as much as you would think, um, but... It has Rob Corddry in it, who plays his brother, who's like the super nerdy guy. And he always helps Scorch uh, like with his missions, but never gets the accolades that Scorch does. And mm-hmm. he's the main reason Scorch lives throughout these things. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and so when Scorch goes to Earth, Gary's like, no, you're on your own. And then he feels guilty and he goes to try to save him. And they're like captured and they have to escape. It's such a cute movie, and I love it so much. Yeah, it sounds fun. Then we have, in 2014, The Nut Job. He plays Grayson, a gray squirrel. And I will say I've only seen this one a couple of times. Um, Only a couple of times. Okay, compared to how often I've seen a lot of Brendan shows and stuff, a couple times (laughs) is very little, okay? Okay, fair Um, enough. But... It's, it's a cute family movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they try to steal a bunch of nuts because they're squirrels. <laughs> it's adorable. Because they're thieves. Yeah. Dutchy thief. Um, and then he was on a show called Doom Patrol from 2019 to 2021. He was Cliff Steele and also Robot Man. Yeah. I watched this show and he was my favorite part of it. And that's, I'm not trying to bias about it, but I thought he did such an awesome job because his character goes through such a great arc, starting off as like this douchey asshole guy. You know, I he was my favorite character in that series. I didn't finish the whole series, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just think he made it. So, well, I mean, it is Brendan. So, of course, <laughs> he made it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and then we have The Whale, which I have not seen yet because I I want to see it. I do. But like it just I can read a little bit to you guys what it is about. Um, it is a story that follows a 600 pound reclusive English teacher, Charlie, who is played by Brendan, who decides to eat himself to death. Charlie's pain and misery came from abandonment and the death of his gay lover, which led to his chronic binge eating. At the same time, he tries to reconnect with his 17-year-old daughter for a last chance at redemption. <sighs> like, I want to see it, but I don't know if my heart can handle it yet, you know? Yeah, I know. It just sounds really sad. I saw a lot of things saying it was pretty triggering for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So I'm like... Oh, it's like it's not a typical Brendan movie. <laughs> Which I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. he's able to spread his or show that he's more than just multifaceted a goofy guy, yeah. you know. Which I love. I love that about him. But I know he's a really good actor too. At the same time, because in all of his comedy movies, he's got times where he has to be serious. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and those are really good too. So absolutely. And Brendan also did voices for shows such as King of the Hill. The Simpsons and Fairly Odd Parents. So, like you were saying, he can do it all. He can. <laughs> so, in 
Um, he was away for a while due to different reasons, which, you know, he went through a lot of difficult things, but I'm just excited to see him in new stuff. So it doesn't mean much coming from, you know, some random fan, but I'm so proud of him. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. Okay, so let's move on to some fun facts about our boy, Brendan. Um, he speaks French fluently. Which makes sense because he's, you know, he traveled the world and his parents are from Canada. So chances are they probably knew French and probably taught him. But I don't know, you know. Yeah. Just saying. Um, He was chosen by People Magazine as one of the 50 most beautiful people in the world in 1998. They are correct still. Um, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> uh, whenever appearing in a Polly Shore movie, he uses the character name of Link. Mm-hmm. I thought that was freaking cool. Yeah, I, I thought it was hilarious. You watch a Polly Shore movie from around that time, and all of a sudden, here's Brendan as Link just walking by, or like it's short interactions. I'm like, hey, he was a uh, Stanley before Stanley was Stanley. Yeah, in the that's Marvel awesome. Movie, so that's awesome. Stanley of Polly Shore movies. <laughs> uh, he was the first choice for playing the lead role in Inspector Gadget that came out in 1999. But the role ultimately went to Matthew Broderick. Uh, Fraser had to turn down the role in favor to perform as the title character in George of the Jungle. Which, okay, I'm glad he was in George of the Jungle. But I think he would have been an awesome Inspector Gadget. Oh my gosh. Don't get me wrong though. I I like Matthew Broderick. He did a good job too. He did a good job. But now I'm thinking it's kind of like that what if thing. Uh You know? Oh, yeah. He would have been good. It would have been. But... Matthew Broderick did a perfect job too. So, yeah, <sighs> Brenda would have done better. But no, no, don't <laughs> say that. Don't say that. That's me because he did do a good job. <laughs> um, a couple more upsetting roles that he did not get, or he turned down, or whatever, or was considered for. One was uh, the role of Doctor Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic, in Fantastic Four, two thousand five. Uh, Yon Griffith is the guy who ultimately got the role for Dr. Reed, which he did a good job too. And he's very hot too, but he's not Brendan hot. My theory, my theory is there was too much hotness <laughs> if Chris <laughs> Evans and Brendan were on the same screen together. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's what happened. That's it. I think mm-hmm. so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and, and why can't I remember the guy who played mcmahon julian mcmahon he played dr doom and let me tell you he's two so they just had to go down just like just a half step back just a half step not too big of a step but like it would have just your screens just went off it would have just combusted spontaneously so which um is that the same one with uh what's her face as jessica alba yeah yeah oh yeah michael chiklis i'm like who is michael chiklis my boyfriend he always has to go guy from, from uh, fantastic four that played uh, the, thing. the thing yeah yeah like, oh yeah because we were watching him on something else it's because his name's fun to say it <laughs> is michael chiklis <laughs> uh anyway we kind of derailed a yeah bit. we did uh and then another one that upset me that he didn't get it was he was considered the role for phil dumpy in modern family 
Holy shit. Would that have been the perfect role for him? Granted, Ty Burrell did do a good job. However, it took me a very, very, very long time to get over his role in the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Like, I could not picture him as a dad because of his role in Dawn of the Dead. He played a huge jackass in Dawn of the Dead. (laughs) So I was like, and there was a a scene with him in Dawn of the Dead. And so I was just like, uh. But he ended up doing it perfectly. He is Phil Dunphy. I was going to say, I love his character. He's like my favorite character on that show. But I I didn't know about Brendan Fraser being considered for it. And now that I do, I'm like, oh, uh uh-huh. Dang it. Yeah, that would have been good. Um, So Brendan's also a photography buff. Around 1998, Fraser picked up a... What was his name? Is it Fraser? Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Because Uh, it's Fraser. Oh, no. Kidding. Stop it! Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I had to. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Uh, So, around 19... Sorry. (laughs) So, another thing about Brendan Fraser is that he's a photography buff... Is there anything he can't do? No, there's not. Um, except for play Phil Dunphy, but uh, he could have. Kidding, <laughs> I'm kidding. So around 1998, Fraser picked up a used Polaroid camera and decided to start taking photos of the excited locations he was visiting while shooting films. So lucky, uh, including right. North Africa, Vietnam, and Vietnam, and uh, I keep wanting to say Vietnam. Um, I'm saying it right. Like my brain's like, you're not saying it right. No, I am. I am. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Vietnam and London. Brendan later exhibited some of his work in Los Angeles with proceeds going to the local 24th Street Theater Troupe. Just such a good guy. He really is. Oh. So he is also an avid archer, super talented, and apparently he picked up the sport after working on a film project about William Tell, who is a folk hero of Switzerland. Do, 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 do. That's William Tell. Oh, okay. okay. I'm pretty sure. Well, now I'm like, wait. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, his action movie stunts took a great physical toll on his body. So in the movie or the mummy movie that we had, the DVD version, we had like the like most expensive one because we all loved it so much. Um, he did commentary over it and he would talk about like, how he got hurt in certain scenes and stuff. And he'd be like, ouch, that smarts. That's where I got ouch, that smarts. And I say it sometimes. (laughs) Yes, yes. You do say that. Yeah. uh, Jesus, my life apparently has been all about Brendan this whole time. Um, I feel like I need to call him and tell him. Right. Um, But he has had to have his knee replaced he had to have a procedure on his vocal cords and he had to have a slight major spine operation. Just a slight one though. Yeah. That's <laughs> a nowie. Uh, Sir Ian McKellen claims he's his biggest fan. Untrue. Um, <laughs> lie detector test determined that was a lie. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> uh, he disclosed that he wished he could one day be as good as an actor as Fraser. That's pretty awesome. And I say, he's pretty close, I guess. But he's, you know, <laughs> I, I love him too. Don't get me wrong, I do love him too. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Brendan was also the first American-born actor to get a star on the Canadian Walk of Fame in Toronto. That's pretty sweetie. 
<laughs> okay. Oh my god. And now for a very cool, awesome, special segment, we're gonna have Give them the D. What's your girl D? <clears throat> All right, Hollywood. How could you treat this man? No, this angel like this. He does so much to give back to the world. And this is how you treat him? No more. We put our foot down and we demand you give him the respect he deserves. Someone who has supported charities like End Hunger Network to end hunger in the U.S. Eracism Foundation, which fosters cultural diversity, historical enrichment, education, and anti-violence initiatives in an effort to eradicate racism. Film Aid International, which works with refugee camps, urban slums, and disaster zones. And then PS Arts, which restores arts back into education in schools. Because there are some schools that still don't have it for some stupid reason. And he supports so many more causes too, such as orphans, fostering, adoption, AIDS, HIV, at-risk, disadvantaged youth, autism, cancer, creative arts, disaster relief, health, homelessness, human rights, hunger, peace, poverty, and women. Compared to many people in Hollywood, Mr. Fraser. Well, I said it. I said it wrong. Mr. Fraser is a saint. I'm happy Hollywood finally got their head out of their asses in some ways, but they still have more to improve on. And I just gave Hollywood the D. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, he really like not just talks the talk, but also walks the walk. So that's super awesome. It's pretty great. Pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there have been plenty of videos circling around about people meeting him and talking about how great he is. And they, you know, you always hear, don't ever meet your idols, but literally no one has ever said that about Brendan. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times when you tell him a touching story, he'll cry with you. And you could tell it's very sincere. Like, I don't know. I just love him. <sighs> yeah. This is really awesome. Like his interaction with fans. Um, he's just a really genuine person. He is. He's a national treasure to us and Canada. Thank you for sending us our boy. <laughs> Granted, it was his parents that were Canadian mostly, but it's okay. I'll say he's Canadian because that's why he's good. He's Canadian in heart and spirit. Yes. So guys, uh, that was really, really fun talking about all these movies that I have to rewatch and just experience the awesomeness that he is i know he'll never hear this but honestly i think a lot of the way i model myself is after how he is so thank you <laughs> i didn't think i'd get this emotional oh. <laughs> i love him okay yeah i love it and i feel like he's an artistic soul and mm -hmm. every role he's been in that is him he's awesome so thank you for being you. I love them. <laughs> okay. So the next episode is going to be another kind of a spooky one because we're in the spooky season. Do, 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 do. We're moving on from goofy, silly, handsome, loving, caring, awesome to Mothman. You mean the super handsome, loving Mothman? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, 
No, but. <laughs> so excited for that. Me too. Me too. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, our website's still in progress. So, um, yeah, I am really excited though because we have so many plans that we are talking about and I just can't wait. And I'm so glad to be recording again. Oh my gosh, me too. So, uh, want to go listen to some Perry Cuomo, eh? <laughs> Sure thing, bud. I'll go grab the warm Dr. Pepper, okay? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually. Uh, okay, uh, boot that. Uh, <laughs> no thanks, pal. <laughs> to the loo, fellow rebels. Diablos number one. one. Yeah. yeah.